Elon Musk recently predicted that we are now experiencing major recession owing to multiple macroeconomic factors that could last up to 18 months. In India alone, foreign portfolio investors have pulled out around 2.5 lakh crores from the equity market. Global financial service provider firm Moody's has slashed India's GDP projection to 8.8% for 2022 from the 9.1% estimated previously. Hi, I'm Karishma Shah, your host for the School of Finance podcast. And in today's podcast, we're going to analyze how severe is the recession and how can we come out from the situation faster. First, let's talk about what is recession. In simple terms, recession is some kind of an economic slowdown quarter after quarter for at least two successive quarters. Let's understand this with the help of yield curve inversion. It's highly complicated, so I'll break it apart in a easy to understand language. Yield curve inversion simply means that the return on short-term debt is much more attractive compared to the return on long-term debt. Now, if that happens, it is called as a phenomena of yield curve inversion. Now important point to notice here is that there is a very strong correlation between yield curve inversion and the recession that happens in the economy. Now according to a study yield curve inversion has taken place 28 times from 1990 to 2022. And guess how many times recession has taken place afterwards? 28 So there has been a very strong correlation between these two data points and therefore yield curve inversion is worrying the world now the problem is that people start panicking the moment they hear the word recession that okay karishma said that recession is here or xyz person said that recession is there so let us sell everything and go away from the market Please don't do that. That is not the right approach. Recession simply means a slowdown in the economy. So just because the economy is slowing down does not mean that everything is going bonkers. People end up getting confused between recession and depression. Now depression is a much more severe form of recession that has taken place in the past during which the economic growth has stalled quite dramatic so let me speak about the most famous instance of depression which was in 1930s and that period was called as a great depression now during that period the gdp had shrunk by almost 75% additionally the stock market took roughly 15 years to recover from that point So that is how bad the situation of depression was in 1930s. Now an easy way to understand the difference between recession and depression is that imagine that you're working at a company and unfortunately your salary gets cut. That is recession. But if someone loses their job, that is depression. Now I hope you get the difference between recession and depression. 
people are getting confused between the two and creating a lot of ruckus that this recession is going to turn into depression and all the bad stuff is going to happen in the economy no that is not necessarily true we need to do further analysis as to what extent the situation can get worse to access this you can take a look at the gdp per capita of the world and how it has gone over the last one decade now gdp per capita simply means that how much money exists per person between 2010 and 2020 there has been hardly any growth in the gdp per capita last one decade the gdp per capita has been flat now you might say that the gdp in india has been growing at least that's what you see in the news what you need to consider here is though india's gdp is growing the per person gdp is still low i have gone through multiple data and come up with these five specific points as to how governments across the world navigate the recessionary issues and if you understand these points then you can probably pick geographies where you can consider investing so first and the most important tool is that the economy prints more money now of course there's a limit to which a country can print money it can't print insane amounts of currency too fast otherwise it will get into a us like situation where despite being a developed country its inflation is much higher than what it is in a developing country like india although such a situation should not have taken place us can still handle such a situation because it is massive but many other countries can't do that this is an important tool and a lot of countries misuse it they print insane amount of money they play around with the interest rate and then they cut the interest rate to overcome this problem next you have to see if the government is increasing the public spending now this is going up and down in india india is playing a wait and watch game which is not a good or a bad thing at the moment but keep an eye out for this data that if the public spending goes up it's a good sign in a slowing economy your country is spending money intelligently now the third point is slightly contradictory that in a recessionary environment taxes should be cut so that public can undertake more expenditure but if the taxes are cut then how will government spend more money without printing too much cash so that is a situation where the world has got stuck right now these three points together are not working so for this to work what needs to happen is that the world needs to increase its productivity be on the lookout for countries which are spending a lot of money on innovation i am very bullish about middle eastern countries at this point the rate at which they are implementing digital innovation attracting entrepreneurs focusing a lot on transforming their economy that is massive unfortunately India is not there yet. I'm very bullish about UAE, Singapore and even Estonia for that matter. 
they're improving their productivity on a massive scale. The next point is that private sector should not shock the economy. It should not be as if if they stopped doing investments or if they fire people, then the whole economy goes into shambles. I know a lot of layoffs are happening in India, but if you go to see on a global scale, India is still in much better position. Now comes the fifth and the final point. That's what you should be doing in this recessionary environment as an individual investor. Here I leave you with three important tips. First and foremost, please secure your health. Create an emergency fund. Buy an insurance. It is very very important because you don't know how severe this recessionary situation can go depending on a range of other macroeconomic issues. Second key point is that you must geographically diversify your portfolio. The more I'm reading about the world, the more I'm getting a sense that now it's the time to diversify your portfolio geographically. And you must understand about different growth economies and try to build positions there. Just exposing yourself to one country might not be a sensible move anymore. The third and the final takeaway is depending on the growth parameters of the country. Look at the countries that are well poised to navigate this low growth recessionary phase. I believe these countries would be taking a slightly longer term view by investing in productive assets. So if you get an option to directly invest in those countries or in any way being associated with those economies, I would highly encourage you to explore that option. Well, that's all for today folks. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. See you until next time.